Kyle Krabs, Joe Marino here at Steve Clarkson's QB Retreat in Santa Monica, California. We are joined by UCLA quarterback Dorian Thompson-Robinson. Thanks for your time. First and foremost, you're back for another season with the Bruins, and I wanted to ask you, uh, as you get ready for another season as the established starter at quarterback, what are some areas of your game that you've reflected on as you've grown as a player you think you're best positioned to showcase this upcoming season? Um, uh, first off, that's a really good question. Second off, uh, I think most importantly, just the leadership aspect, uh, you know, really being able to connect with my teammates on and off the field, uh, showing that team chemistry and, and, the, and the unison that we're going to play with as an offense, um, as well as the defense and, and, and all phases of the game. So uh, I think that's really where my game is going to take off the most and, and seeing that my guys are going to play for me and, um, and we're all going to play together. So. So you mentioned there connecting with the teammates, leadership, those types of things. Well, I heard you just did an NIL deal with mm -hmm. uh, with your entire offense. Would love yep. to hear about that. Yeah. So uh, putting together something for it took about a couple months to do um, between me, my agent, my mom, um, as well as all the people involved and sponsors. So uh, I have a brand, friends over fans, and uh, you know after you know cultivating enough success and and, and everything with that. Uh, being able to give back to my teammates is something I've been wanting to do for a while and uh, finally getting to do that, taking the guys out in L.A. Um, at a big venue and being able to, to, to spend time with each other, break bread, and, and really get some team bonding and team chemistry going. So it was fun. It was a really good time. The chemistry for, for you and your offense mm -hmm. has been something that as we've kind of watched UCLA and as the program has continued to turn around under Coach Kelly, yep. has been really fun to see when like everything's firing on all cylinders and the mm -hmm. run game's really rolling and you can throw the football and, and you keep you know, opposing defenses off balance. Oh, what's it like to get guys like Zach Charbonnet coming back for another season as well as yourself with all the chemistry and playing time that you guys have together to kind of use that as the springboard for the next chapter? Yeah, it's, it's going to be the foundation for everything that we do this year, for all the success we have this year. Uh, you know, the team's going to be able to need to lean on me and Zach's back, as well as the other leaders and, and, and other guys that have played for us in the past. So, um, But again, we have a really good group, really mature group, uh, guys that know what they're doing, know what they want to get out of uh, workouts and, and everything that we got going on. So, um, you know, even though we do have me and Zach back and a, and a couple other starters, I have, I have more than enough confidence even without us we'll be good. So. So what went into that decision to come back? I mean, was this an unfinished business? Mm -hmm. what, did you, what did you want to showkase this year? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things that went into it. Um, obviously getting some advice from some people I look up to uh, played a big part in it. But um, most importantly, it was where my heart was at, and that was UCLA. Um, obviously, I have some unfinished business uh, with, with the records and stuff and, and, and as well as stats. But uh, most importantly, just you know, being in college one more time, being with my teammates one more time, uh, being around a, a family-oriented, a brotherhood. So... Um, you know, once you get to the NFL, it's more so a business and everything. And, and this is really going to be the last time in my career where, you know, I get to have a brotherhood. So um, I think that was the biggest part that played into my decision and, uh, and the reason why I came back to UCLA. So, What went into friends over fans? Because I see your mm -hmm. hat. You got it on there. And yep. it, 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 when you said it originally, it really stood out to me. And I, saw, I just saw the hat and I'm like, mm -hmm. where did this come from? What's the genesis of that? Yeah, so uh, back after, well, when I first got to UCLA, um, you know, I was a big time recruit coming out of high school, a lot of hype around my name. Um, and obviously we didn't do good the first three years and uh, got a lot of hate for it, a lot of backlash. Um, and so, you know, that really made me reflect and really made me go back to, you know, my roots on, on who I really uh, hung out with and kept my circle small with. So, um, you know, I think really finding my importance and, and uh, having a, a strong foundation when it comes to support um, over just looking at what the fans say about you and all the hype that, that you get, so. I wanted to ask you a little bit about that. You know, LA has, 
traditionally been a college football town, and you've see, recently mm -hmm. seen the NFL that has come to LA, but traditionally between USC and, and UCLA, very much a college football proud heritage for, for those two programs, and, and that comes with a lot of feedback, right? Of course. How do you as an athlete in today's environment manage that component of it where it's so easy to pull out your phone and next thing you know you, the notifications are going off after the game like how how do you navigate that as an athlete in today's climate through social media and whatnot yeah and I think the biggest thing is uh you know sticking to who you are uh and you know not letting the fame or anything get to your head I know everybody says it but it um it's definitely true and so, uh, you know, I think that's the biggest thing is just focus on the main goals and the main priorities, which is at the end of the day, football, my teammates in school. So um, I think that's where everything lies. So, Let me ask you this. Chip Kelly, head coach, mm -hmm. if he were to strike an NIL deal, what company would align perfectly with head coach Chip Kelly? Oh, man. Um, I'd, say, I'd say Nike. I mean – not only because he wears Nike shoes every day in the building and that's just his go-to shoe, but um, I think just the overall message from Nike, how they run things, how they do things, how they're very strategic and detailed um, is everything that fits Chip Kelly. So, What impact has he made on your career as a quarterback? I'm guessing those things uh, show up in how he approaches the game and how he, he teaches. What's that like? No, yeah, it's fun. Um, it's great. He's a great coach. Uh, he really knows how to explain things really well and in depth and in detail. So, you know, I don't have to do a whole lot of thinking myself. Um, but, you know, it's great, though. He's taught me so much about, you know, the game and how to be a quarterback and, and the things that he's learned from Vic and as well as the things that he's taught Vic as well as Kaepernick and those guys. So, um, you know, he knows a lot of football as well as he knows a lot about being a person and being a man. So, um, you know, I, I couldn't be more grateful to have Chip as a coach for sure. The DTR, UCLA quarterback Dorian Thompson-Robinson, thanks so much for your time yes, here sir. at Steve Clarkson's QB Retreat. Hell yeah. Thank you guys for having me. Kyle Krabs, Keith Sanchez, the Draft Network here in Santa Monica for Steve Clarkson's QB Retreat. We are joined by Ohio State quarterback C.J. Stroud. What's up, man? Nice, CJ. nice to see y'all, man. Thank you for having me. Listen, we wanted to start this conversation with you while we have a couple minutes of your time by asking you about your experiences from stepping into the starting role at Ohio State last year from the beginning of the season to the end of the season. When you reflect on that playing time, how did you change as a quarterback throughout the course of that stretch of the season? Um, I mean, to be honest, I don't really think I changed anything. Um, I think I just kind of stay even keel uh, through the ups and the downs. I mean, that's just, that's football's life. Saying this, this game of football has a lot of things to do with life. And I feel like we were having, doing a lot of good things this year. And when it went bad, I think we just stayed together. We stayed as a brotherhood. And I think that's why we uh, ended up doing good this year. When you talk about it going bad, what, what were some of the things that y'all turned to to kind of turn things around, right? Because I know in the building you kind of have that mentality of us against the world. So what were some of those things that y'all kind of came together and created that brotherhood? Right. For me, it's more so, I mean, I just lean on my faith. I mean, uh, God is the controller of my life and my career. So, I mean, whenever things weren't going the way I would like them, I would just pray to him and just ask for him to guide me and do the right things. And then as a team, I mean, we just, uh, I mean, you just go in there, you just practice a little harder. You trust each other a little more, and you go out there and you do it again. I wanted to ask you a little bit about the Ohio State offense, too. You know, you guys have had a lot of production you know, and have had a lot of production year over year. What is it about how Coach Day's offense works that allows you guys to be put in so many positions to score so many points and roll up so many yards on a weekly basis? 
Um, to me, I just feel like, I mean, we, they recruit well because <laughs> uh, they recruit really well, and we have a lot of good players. I mean, uh, it's not really. Uh, I mean, Coach Day is an awesome job calling good plays and, and getting us in the right positions to make uh, plays and gets the ball in the playmaker's hands. So I feel like, um, but it starts with recruiting. I think they do a really good job. I mean, uh, we we have a real life brotherhood of, at Ohio State, and I feel like that's that's the reason why we all come there and we all have good camaraderie and, and we love each other. Right. So we talked about you know this past season, but I want to talk about you know this season coming up and. We know that you lost some guys, right? You lost Garrett Wilson, you lost Chris Olave to the draft, and now you're the guy, right? You looked at as the leader of the offense. So what is your approach this year versus last year, and how are you getting those young guys motivated and ready for the game and for next season? Uh, yeah, I mean, to be honest with you, I feel like last year I was in the same predicament I am now. Of course, like, I don't have as many older guys, but Chris and Garrett, they'll even tell you I feel like I was the leader of the team then. And I feel like I'll do the same thing this year, but of course it's different now. Uh, me being an upperclassman now with Jackson and some other the older guys that we that played last year. Uh, so, I mean, like you said, we'll have to groom up the young guys, get them ready to play. So, uh, definitely, I don't think I'll change anything, but I definitely will uh, – make sure that I'm a little more vocal and uh, make sure that I'm just uh, those guys know that I'm there for them. CJ, we always like to, when we get a chance to talk to quarterbacks, kind of get inside their head when they're getting up to the line of scrimmage on like on, a, on an any down and distance situation. So can you talk a little bit about like your pre-snap inventory? You're getting up to the line of scrimmage. Right. I think a lot of casual fans kind of take for granted that component of the game and how much information you have to process right. in a really short amount of time. Yeah, for me, uh, I mean, I, I go over a, little, a couple things, man, uh, depending on the team. Uh, more times than not, the safeties will get you home. So I, mean, I start with the roof, see if it's one high, two high, if they're trying to rotate, if they're not. Um, and then I'll go down to the linebackers, see if they're bossed over, uh, see if they're trying to uh, shade one way or another. And then I'll go down to the to the line, see if they're in an odd, even front, uh, over, under, uh, see if they're in a split, whatever the case may be, and try to go off the tendencies they'd like to do off film and then go, go try to think about my notes and see what I watched film on that this week. Uh, and then I'll go to the corners see if it's press man they're off looking at me or if they're uh in a, in a uh, blitzing looking um i want to say cheating. yeah like, like they're cheating and trying to like jump the line toesy <laughs> so i mean it's a lot of things i go over um i think like you said a lot of people take it for granted on what we have to go through but i mean to me it's fun uh i definitely enjoy watching films. my probably one of my favorite things about watching i'm um, playing the sport is watching film so just getting better and i think those are some of the things i go through yeah, so I know you mentioned watching film, and obviously, you know, I know you aspire to be in the NFL, right? That's the thing to be an NFL quarterback. So I would love for you to give me a comparison of who do you think, you know, you model your game after as far as NFL quarterbacks. Oh, uh, man, that's a good question. <laughs> I'll put uh, you on the spot. Right, I don't mind it. Uh, I always grew up looking into Sean Watson, man. I was the quarterback that I used to try to model my game after, and then uh, kind of meet him a couple of times. I feel like we have a lot of similarities. Uh, I know that he likes to watch film as well, so. Uh, that might that be maybe thing. He's very physically gifted as well, so I feel like God has blessed me with my talent. So uh, if I had a, in the league right now, probably Deshaun Watson. CJ, the last question we have for you, and we're asking this to everybody who's out here. Obviously, NIL it's a big change for the college football landscape. But if you think about Coach Day, if Coach Day got an NIL deal, who's the perfect company <laughs> that you think would pair with him for an NIL deal? Coach Day. Hmm. I'm trying to think of because they likes. Oh, this is tough. This is put me on the spot. <laughs> oh, I hope you don't. I, I had to one up Keith because he said he put you on the spot for okay, the comp. Okay, that's so cool. Like, no, right, I ain't tripping. Let me think. I'm thinking. I'm trying to think of because they likes. I mean, he likes. I would say a Nike deal. He he, like, he loves Air Maxes. So, like, okay. yeah, he's an Air Max guy. So probably like a Nike shoe deal. 
He might already have one because <laughs> he has all type of different flavors in him and all that. So well, yeah. check the record. Yeah, on for that, sure. Right? He has a lot of Air Maxes. He need to get some Jordans though. He tripping. He <laughs> <laughs> Ohio State quarterback CJ Stroud here with us. It's Steve Clarkson's QB yeah, Retreat. Appreciate really appreciate your me. time. Thanks, Thanks for, for chatting me. with us. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.